Hi there, I'm Janet Quinlan, and this is Finding Joy in Motherhood, the podcast for women who are looking for practical tools and words of encouragement to create an orderly, joyful, faith and virtue-driven home. I'll share tips to create mindset shifts that change the way you discipline your children, love your husband, and enjoy your day. This podcast is about coaching women to be the best woman God is calling her to be. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to episode 60, Freeing Yourself from Mom Guilt. 35 years ago, I experienced mom guilt for the very first time. My first baby was 10 months old and crawling towards a small bookshelf that I had some beautiful porcelain statues on. I quickly approached her and slapped her hand just hard enough to get her attention and said no and moved her away. She turned to look at me, bewildered. This was the first time I had slapped her hand. And she started bawling. I scooped her up and I soothed her and I held her tight and she stopped crying. I put her back down on the floor and she immediately began crawling for the bookshelf again. Remembering what I had learned about teaching a child no, I quickly did the same thing. Slapped her hand, told her no, moved her away, and watched her sob. And then the light bulb went off in my head, and I removed the bookshelf and its contents from our family room, where my daughter should have been able to crawl freely. I have felt guilt about that episode for 35 years. Why wasn't I smart enough to not even have a bookshelf in my family room? Why was that bookshelf and its contents so important to me that I would slap her hand twice? You know, a hot stove is one thing, but a knick-knack shelf? Why didn't I think about having the room childproof before she started crawling around? Did I mess up my daughter for the rest of her life because I slapped her hand and made her cry? And even now, as you're hearing this, I wonder if you're judging me to be a bad mom. Guilt. Bad mom. Selfish mom. Stupid mom. My daughter doesn't even remember it. But I do. If there is one unifying emotion among mothers, it's guilt. And guess what? It doesn't get better as your children grow up. First, we start with guilt for not breastfeeding or not breastfeeding long enough. Then we may have guilt for going back to work, guilt for staying home but not feeling thrilled every day that we're staying at home, guilt for not playing with our kids enough. And FYI, other moms aren't playing with their kids that much either. And oh, by the way, as a teacher, I can tell you that teaching your children to play alone or with their siblings is one of the best things you can do for your kids. We also have guilt for homeschooling or not homeschooling. Guilt for leaving them and taking time away for ourselves. Guilt over our teenager's behavior. If we had somehow been a better mom, we would have perfect teenagers now. Guilt for not having our life perfectly figured out. Guilt. Bad mom, selfish mom, stupid mom. All of my children are adults now, and as they make decisions in their adult lives or they experience pain and hardship, I think to myself, what didn't I give to them to prevent this disappointment? 
What skill did I fail to help them develop? What else could I have done? Did I encourage them enough, challenge them enough, or maybe too much? Where did I fail to prepare them? But the truth is, they're adults. Like me, they'll make mistakes. Like me, they have faults they need to work on and gifts and talents they need to develop and embrace more. I cannot hold on to guilt, and neither can you. We have to let it go. We judge ourselves with a vengeance, and when we judge ourselves, we're always guilty. We, our prosecutor, judge, jury, all rolled into one, and we proclaim guilt. We're not perfect. We're going to make mistakes. And this is why I always include God, because he can work through my mistakes. Here are a few ways that can free us from mom guilt. First, we have to accept that we are not always going to be happy. With every decision we make and situation that we find ourselves in, there are always pros and cons. And some days, the cons seem to outweigh the pros. We should look at our life and our motherhood with a long lens. I've been a mother now for 12,775 days. Not all those days were great days. Some of them were terrible. I didn't always make the best decisions each of those days. Isn't it unreasonable to think that we would and should be happy each and every day of our life? It's simply not life. And it's not rational to think that we won't make some mistakes or wrong decisions in our lives. And you're not always going to like your children. We feel guilt when we are annoyed by them or when we haven't been patient enough with them. We feel guilt when we have done a lot of great things with and for our children. We connect, we're affectionate, they know we love them but we've judged ourselves to be inadequate because maybe we heard that we need to have specific mommy and me time where we sit down and play with them or do whatever they want with them and we didn't do it. Be at peace where you are. The grass is never greener someplace else. Be confident in your intentions. Be confident in the way you show love will be what they need. Number two, realize that your children are going to be hurt, disappointed, and let down in life. It is the human condition and you can't prevent it. And sometimes you're going to be the reason for it. It's okay. If you come from a place of love with your children, your mistakes will be quickly forgotten. In my educational studies, I have learned of the resilience of children. Even children who come from terrible, abusive homes always want to forgive and love their parents. Your mistakes will not ruin your children if they come from a place of love. We should always be working on correcting our weaknesses and faults and make amends when we make serious mistakes. Our children will see that we love them, that we're not perfect, that we own up to our imperfection, and our apology will teach them how to forgive. Number three, 
don't engage in the comparison game. Well, okay, I am certain that this is way harder for you young moms now than it was for me because we didn't have social media constantly in our face showing us the lie of how happy everyone else is. The comparison game, you will always lose the game. Not because your children or your life is so deficient, but because we're good at being very hard on ourselves while often thinking others have it figured out so much better. As I've gotten older, I've seen very clearly that women who didn't have my struggles had different struggles, ones that I would have found hard to manage. No one is perfectly happy. No one has it all figured out. The Instagram Pinterest perfect world has made us all crazy. Of course, it isn't reality, and although we know that intellectually, we still find it hard to resist. I know many moms who've made the bold choice to step away from social media. They realize that it attacks their self-esteem, making them feel inferior and inadequate. Be bold. Take that step if you find you struggle with self-esteem. And seriously, who doesn't struggle with self-esteem? Older moms I know who've raised their children well still find social media a source of temptation in questioning how they raised their children or lived the last 40 years of their life. And I too find that I engage in the comparison game of whether or not I'm a good grandma. It doesn't matter how old you are. We always find ways to compare ourselves and we usually hold the short end of the stick. Step away from the comparison game. The next way of freeing yourself from mom guilt is to find the joy in your life. We always have the choice of how we're going to respond to any given situation. I think we often forget that and feel like we're a hostage to our emotions. If we think it, it must be real. That's not true. In fact, often our thoughts particularly about ourselves, are not usually accurate. When you find yourself feeling that guilt feeling about something, rather than staying in that thought process, try pivoting away from the irrational thought that grabbed you and chains you down. Decide that when you find your mind starts to go to a mom guilt thought, change your focus. Think a different thought. Find the joy and the blessings in your life and in those around you. Find your gifts. What do you love about your kids? What can you do today to help your children laugh or spend time bonding with you? And then do it, even if it's for five minutes. It will totally take away the mom guilt. Thank God for the blessing of being at home. Or thank God for a job that helps you support your family. Finding joy in our life and focusing on the joy eliminates room for guilt and discouragement and all the other negative feelings. The next way to free yourself from mom guilt is to build resilience. I was always taught that every negative feeling I had about myself or others was not from God because God wants me to be happy. So if it isn't from God, it's not good, nor does it bring me or my family happiness. 
we need to recognize that the devil, evil, is active in the world to sow pain and unhappiness. And he'll start with families, particularly mothers, because our heart is so tender and we set the tone for our family. Every time you have a negative feeling about yourself, turn it to God, ask him to take the feeling away and ask him to show you the joys and blessings he's given you. Ask him to give you a new thought. Try it. It works. Guilt and shame are not from God, and they can do nothing positive in this world. The more often you resist the temptation to let your mind live in the guilt or shame, the more resilient you become against worthless, useless lies that do nothing but bring you and your family down. Resist the negative, choose the positive, and build resilience. And the final thing I want to talk about is taking care of yourself. I know I talk about this a lot, and I'll tell you, when I was a young mom and a middle-aged mom, (laughs) I didn't take care of myself as much as I should have. So that's why I feel like I really need to help you understand how important taking care of yourself is. We hear this message so often, but don't take it seriously enough to actually take care of ourselves. If you make the decision and plan to do it, it can be done. What does that look like? Well, it's going to look different for everyone. What do you need? I would say everyone needs sleep. And it's critical that if your children are still waking up in the night and they're not babies, that's something that you need to get a hold of and work on so that they can sleep for them as well as for you. So get to bed on time and get up on time. Seven, maybe eight hours of sleep. Eat good food that is good for you. And resist the caffeine, which can make us crazy. As caffeine lifts us up, we also have a crashing when it wears off. Spend time in prayer, 10 to 15 minutes to begin with and work your way up to half hour if you can. Schedule it. Take time every day. And also take time to clear your head and to actually miss your kids. Leave. Tell your husband on Thursday nights you are gone for two hours. Or maybe you have exercise class that you plan on. Plan to do it. You need to be gone so that you can miss your kids and so that you can clear your head and don't feel guilt about it. Put the phone down. It's wasting time, which makes you feel guilty even if you might not be aware of it, and it's also contributing to that comparison game. Don't let yourself be a victim of the world and its arbitrary expectations. Resist the temptation to judge yourself according to other people's standards. And actually, they're probably not even judging you. They're so busy in their own lives that they're not paying attention to what you're doing in your life. You be accountable to you. Ask God to help you do your best, to love your best, and live his will for you the best you can. He loves you, your husband, and your children more than you do. He will give you all that you need to love them, care for them, and find your generous spirit in your motherhood. Trust him that he will show you the way to happiness and peace within yourself and your family. And let go 
of the chains of guilt. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd subscribe, leave a review, and share with friends. Thank you. Have a great week.